All right, welcome to this episode number 57 of the Dile Dad podcast here in this Ramirez Takeover Part 2, as you get to see the <laughs> entire tribe, and we're going to have a chance to just dive into the hearts of all of us here, from all hearts to yours, from technically Raquel's house to yours, um, wherever you may be at, and uh, it's a good, so good to have you guys here, and so I'm going to toss it over to my dad real quick to him, for him to share what exactly is going to happen today, as you can see, it is... Um, full house today um here at the torres estates here um so with that being said dad for the 57th time i get to have to turn around now there you welcome go. to the podcast dad yeah, well thank you thank you and it's so good to be here uh especially all the way from the city of corpus christi and you'll be hearing a lot of kids in the background and as you can see through the actual live feed um we're here at yeah, I, I like that, the, the Torres Estate, you know. <laughs> so thank you, Raquelita, for allowing for us to have this podcast. That, you know, I have to uh, apologize for uh, our delay because basically this, this particular podcast is the one that is scheduled for o October the 4th. So we're, we're running behind and we're trying to catch up and we will, God willing, by Monday. We should be current by Monday, hopefully. Let's see how it happens. But today is Lunes de Fe, and we're going to be able to uh, bring in a new type of segment today, a new podcast in the sense of um, we were making it more of a grandkids, you know, the grandchildren of, um, you know, of Pane and Mane, uh, of, of, you know, Raquel and, and, and myself, Carlos Chene. And um, I'm, I'm going to have uh, pretty much their moms introduce the the grandchildren okay put them in a spot and it's going to be so open um we do have um pretty much uh, three questions that we're going to just ponder on and, and and we're going to allow the kids and of course the the the, uh, the siblings of ours uh los tios las tias que van a estar aquí uh they're going to join in as far as as far as the uh the the aunts and uncles so uh, I, I just want to, you know, share with you, be very transparent on, on, on the real sense of family, and, and how important it is for us to, you know, take them into account. And, and uh, to me, it, it is a, a tremendous joy and blessing to to have this type of podcast. And you're witnesses to this. And um, let's go ahead and get started. So I, I'm going to toss it over to um, Raquelita, since you, you're the host here. And I, I need for you to get close to this mic so that you can introduce um, your kids. And then we'll have Rita uh, pretty much do the same. Okay, so I'm going to start with my oldest. Get closer a little bit. There you go. So right here I have Desiree Alina. Raise your hand. There you go. 12. Sophia Alana. Woo! Nathan Allen, Alicia Alela, and Carlos is carrying Amelia Rocio. <laughs> All right, so Rita, the starting lineup for. Uh, and this is Emma. Four. <laughs> Emma has a middle name, right? Emilia. There you go, Emilia. And of course, we have. Um, <laughs> we also have uh, the you know part of the truck. Uh, we're missing two, right? Yeah. Um, 
Might have to go get some shut eye because she's going to work uh, in a few hours. Go in. And, and the other one is in Laredo. Okay. So Becky um, is getting ready to go back into work uh, by midnight. And and Rudy is in, in, in Laredo. So, you know, after um, after 30 months, you know, that's, that's how long money has has gone, you know, to heaven. It's been two years and six months. Okay. Since mom has gone to live in heaven. So we're going to ask you three questions. Okay. We're going to ask you three questions and you're going to take turns in answering whoever wants to do the, you know, but we would like to hear from each one of you. He's so, ready to go. He's ready to go. <laughs> so the first question is, you know, what do you remember of money? Okay. What do you remember of money? So start thinking, all right, and whoever is ready, uh, right now, if any of the um, uh, of our siblings, uh, part of the tribe, you know, they want to kick in to, to help them, uh, go for it. The only problem is the, the, the mic. I, well, I, wanna... I can move here. Yeah, mine too. So, so it's flexible. Say hi. <laughs> hi. No es paleta, mija. Uh, okay, Nathan. Okay, Nathan. Get closer to the mic. Come here, Mama. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Drew a blank. Drew a blank. Okay. Anybody would like to share? That she was always laughing and she was always positive about everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Topia, uh, we always went to downtown like every every time we went. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness, that was a treat. You know, that was a treat because you know your mom always wanted to uh, treat you out, and and we would go to downtown. Yeah, we go downtown to the stores, and then she would allow for each one of you to buy something. Okay, and to her that was a thrill of being able to do that. So, yes, yes, I remember that, too. We had a lot of fun uh, with that. Uh, anybody else? A lot else? of fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, you remember that, right? Okay, Alicia. Okay. What do you remember? You were kissing mommy? Her kisses. Her kisses is what she remembers. Her kisses. Oh, okay. You know. Alicia loves mommy. He just let me do say shop. Now he is letting me just play in the doctor's room. Yeah, he never lived in the hospital. So he didn't, he just never go in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she remembers the playing the shop. Quick translation. <laughs> she remembers uh, her playing with her, playing shop and playing doctors. And she remembers having to go see her in the hospital. Right. Second question is, what did you like about money? Ooh, okay. what did you like about money? So you want to add on that or make it more? Okay, okay he's ready. Okay. He's ready. What did you like about money? That she was, she was so, she was so nice and uh, like ready to help one another. Okay. Okay. What's the go next? 
She was always happy. All right. She had a beautiful voice. Beautiful. Yes, she did. Kissing you. Okay. I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Um, well, we are, are, you know, dealing with this particular question as far as what did you like, you know, about money? Um, there's two questions that have been asked to to the grandchildren, guys. So you want to answer or want to share a comment on that? <laughs> so what I liked most was that I can call her and ask her how to approach <clears throat> certain Grossbergs, is what I'm going to call them, <laughs> uh, with the kids. And she was always the one that would guide me in how to do it. So now when I do things or I have to approach certain situations, I have to think, how would Mane handle it? And sometimes it's like, no, 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 not like that. <laughs> but I liked how if the kids were having a phase, they were having their moment, their breakdown, their meltdown, their tantrum, as we call them, she was really good about calming them down, making them laugh, making them feel loved. And it would it would make everything better. They would be laughing or the tears would be gone within two minutes. 30 seconds was the top, though. <laughs> so that's the part that I miss. And we have so many pictures of the kids. And we have maybe one of each where they're crying. And we're like, I'm going to take a picture of this because they're crying. And, you know, she's not scolding them, but she's giving them that extra love that they needed. That's what I like the most because she knew how to handle those situations um and we take, you know we take a million pictures and we do those uh sp those burst pictures um that you see the process of they're crying 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 laughing 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 and it looks like they were never even crying yeah. but it's a simple turnaround that she wants to ask and just to give them that love and that was my favorite part seeing that embrace that that mine gave the hugs, that, I mean, that just changed everything. So that's the part that I remember most about her. And I, it's an impact. I mean, I have, I have five kids. So that was the biggest impact. And that's the biggest thing that I miss the most seeing. Um, because the, they will, they will say it through the day or on, on a random day and be like, I just want her to hug me. I just want her to feel, I'm like, she's right there. She's right there. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a different thing. I said, but like I said, that's the best part. Yeah. So it, it's, it's still kind of surreal that we're living this new life. Um, just a couple of days ago, I had a chance to ponder on the image that we have in our living room of, of mom. <laughs> uh, for those of you who have seen it, you've seen the, we had a chance to do a podcast at home and you see the big frame and, uh, and yeah, just this, constant realization that even though she's not here physically she's still here spiritually and whenever those tough moments do arise you always remember what she would tell you you always remember what you would say and you try to emulate that moment by remembering her and 
having your present in, in, in any any moment. And I, one thing I miss about mom when it comes to the grandkids, she always had a song for each grandkid. Like every grandkid had a particular song, you know. And and yeah, every time she would see one of them, that song would come out from her beautiful voice, as Sophia said. Um, and so you can just kind of elaborate as, on that. Okay, so as they would walk in, as they would walk in, um, or they happen to enter the room, mom always greeted them with their song. I mean, our curiosity now is like, what would be Rocio's song? <laughs> because oh, be Rocio's song. There has a, there's a song and Rocio, um, for those of you that don't know, she came after mom had passed away, um, born the day before mom's birthday. But we always think like, what song would she give her? I was like, I think it'd be a remix of every, every single song she sang. <laughs> <laughs> but uh each each one of them have they have their song that Mana used to sing and Mana would be the one rocking them and singing to them um and it was very unique and they loved it and you know it's like it it makes you blush it makes you like that song she's singing to me she's singing to me it's nobody else's song it's mine and it was very unique and uh it was just how she was she's like this is her song this is her song and it just came to her and it was sick. And that's how she would greet the grandkids. And it, it, it's heavier when you hear it as, as um, we watch videos or remember and look back, Oh, memory from three years ago, memory from August, you know, 2017, you could think back and it's like, wow. And, and, and the kids remember that they're like, Hey, that's my song. That's my song. So those are that was very special that mom always did, and it's there. <laughs> yeah, and and I and I think that um, one of the reasons that I wanted to bring forth this type of podcast is because you know during the month of October, as we all know, um, this month is very heavy on so many different things that you know it's the month of awareness of. And one of the things that is very strong is the actual uh, breast cancer awareness month, which is October. And I wanted to honor her by being able to make sure that every single podcast in October had something that we work together for. And she took it to heart. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, when it comes to the breast cancer, she had that CD. And the title of that CD is the song that she composed for the actual uh, breast cancer journey. And you can find it in, in, in YouTube um, under Raquel That's the title of the actual, you know, um, CD. And it has 12 songs. And, and again, the title of that CD, it, it, um, it talks about, you know, this, this cancer journey. So to all of our friends and our listeners and all those people that perhaps are, are, are walking right now with this type of cancer um, or any type of cancer, you know, this song um, serves a great deal. Um, you know, her songs are known as songs of wellness and healing. And if, if you're journeying through this, um, 
I, I would recommend for you to, uh, again, go into YouTube, you know, punch in Raquel G. Ramirez, in Merestro, and the speed comes out. And all these 12 songs are yours. You know, we, we, we've been offering this city now uh, to all of you in, in, in her memory. But um, those that have gone before us, like she has, and, you know, we have the pain that we don't have them here anymore. Well, uh, love never ends. And I think that's very important. That's extremely very important. That love never ends. This is the love, guys. That that's that's why I wanted to visualize and and have you here. I mean, many times as adults, no, 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 no. This is life. This is love. This is family. And and we many times we want to stereotype how we want to present things. No, no. Be yourselves. And I think that that, you know, takes a lot because we have to accept almost the normal to be abnormal and the abnormal to be normal. So as you can see here, just trying to um, run this podcast with all these children, that's, that's how our everyday life, same thing for you. You know, you, you all go through it. You know, you all go through it. And what a joy it is because these kids, all right, that right now they're small, okay? The youngest one, okay? The oldest one as a 12-year-old. Um, you know, time is going to pass. And now our kids, the tribe, they've grown up. And, and and basically three more months, I will no longer have teenagers in our family. That's crazy. <laughs> we will not no longer have teenagers because Rudy, who's 19, in December, he's going to turn 20. And that's it. No more teenagers. Now all of them under the umbrella of being young adults. And it's it's a new face. It's a new reality. It's a new way of loving. And I'm very proud of each one of them because they they have really, you know, tried to grow in, in that fundamental um, area that Raquel and I would try to put together and try to live up and, and do our best. And part of it was to embrace life the way it is. Uh, this These kids, each one has their energy. Each one has their abilities. And, and each one, you know, has a little something from their parents, but also from their grandparents. And I think that this is this is extremely awesome because that's one of our gifts of life that many times we take it for granted. And I, I feel that I need to celebrate that. And I think this is one of the ways that through our, you know, Delia Dad podcast, I wanted to share to make it a record. This is going to become a memory, you know, in, in years when they grow up. They're going to be able to have this particular podcast and, and have the live feed recorded. And they're going to be able to show this to their kids. It's incredible that we, be, we can talk about that. And that's exactly what's going to happen. So that's why I wanted to bring this reality alive before you. Because this is a way Raquel would actually would love to be honored that way. And those of you who, who know who knew Raquel or who know Raquel because uh, her soul so her soul still exists, you know, she lives with God. Um, we learn how to 
love her in a different way, in a more spiritual way. So, you know, I'm very grateful for everybody to be answering and, and to be participating. Some of them have some pictures. I'm going to be asking them to get closer so they can put it uh, before the actual camera so they can see the pictures that they're carrying. But, you know, I have one more um, question to go. And this is something that we have to think. And I'm going to take a little bit of time for them to start thinking because I, I did not get the questions before. Okay. I, I gave it to um, mom and dad. Okay. Tio and tia. But not, not to the kids. And the last question is. What was your favorite story of money? What was your favorite story of money? Um, probably something that Mane would tell you about a story or perhaps something that became a story from her. Okay? So, um, I'm going to leave it up to you guys. Who wants to go first? Um, Raquel, I'll have you. Raquelita, I'll have you get the mic closer to them again. Who wants to go? Who's next? To be able to answer that question. And, and, and I'm going to ask the siblings also to start thinking about that. Because I would like to have you think. What is asking? Do you want to know about a moment from her or a story that? Whatever, whatever she wants to share. Right. You ready? Okay. Oh, ready. Right. It's just gonna be a moment. Okay, go ahead. Get closer. When, when she got the guitar, she said. She started, she started using it. She started singing with it. Uh, and she started singing. Uh, she, she would always sing at church. You would always come to see her. And then after, you would just go eat, have fun, and then spend time together. Yep. It's <laughs> okay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, this is part of it. It's part of life. It's part of love. It's okay. <laughs> it's hard. I know. I know. Well, they give her time. Maybe next. Not yet. Okay, Alicia. What do you remember? <laughs> you remember money? Huh? Okay, go ahead. What do you remember? She wants to sing the ABCs. Mother likes to sing the ABCs too? Yeah, she did. Yep. She did. What else? She read books. Yeah, she would read the books. She was the she was the, she was the best one to read bedtime and she stories. She pictures. She would pictures. The pictures too? <laughs> yeah, she liked pictures. Selfies for the kids. Huh? Selfies with the kids. Oh, mom was the yeah. I would say notorious for let's take a selfie. <laughs> There's so many, but I think the best one 
would have to be when I was going to have Emma. Um, we've all heard her birthing stories and how she each one had their specific need. And I remember being terrified of having a C-section before knowing that I was going to have it. And um, she would tell me, don't worry, that's where there's medicine. You're not going to feel it. <laughs> and I was like, well, true. She's like, I don't remember half of mine. So, um, but I remember her coaching me through it. And I remember this uh, piece I felt uh, right as they were going to prep me and as I was on my way out. Um, you know, she, she came, she came to me and, and all she said was, you can do this. And with that, it was, I went in with this piece and I wasn't scared anymore. I wasn't worried. And I think that was one of the best moments I've had with her. Are you ready, Mia? Alina? My favorite was whenever... Like, we used to live at the apartment, and we were getting ready for Halloween. And uh, Vivekki had scared her, and she she yelled, and it was funny. And, we're like, we were all <laughs> laughing. Yeah. And videos. And videos. I think um, at that moment is when we started embracing the scare money yeah. edition. <laughs> uh, it became something very common and something that we all looked like. We gave each other the icon and we would distract her. And every single time was priceless. Whether we were at a restaurant, we had a home <laughs> outside and people would turn around looking at us like crazy. But I mean, that was uh, the kickstart of it. And there's also one time we were at uh, downtown and Vicky was with us. And we, we, were, we were shopping and... Becky had found this mask and she put it on. She scared. Uh, <laughs> she scared Mane with it. It was a it was a ski mask and it was covered except the eyes and the mouth. So when mom screamed, it was really really loud. And then you see the customers grab their bags closer, thinking Becky was going to rob somebody. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> My favorite was when like every every anybody's birthday she used to sing like happy birthday and then she used to like make jokes. And on her birthday she was they said make a wish. She was like, let me think. That was funny. <laughs> what do I want? I think one of the greatest things that I remember um, the moments. Like I said, she was really good at calming my kids when they were having their fits. Um, Nathan, pobrecito, es el único niño. He had, he, I mean, we can't blame him. <laughs> um, but mom was so good at just calming him down. And if it wasn't for like the videos uh, Rita and Becky would take, we have videos of mom saying, just catching him off guard or, you know, he's he's full-blown tantrum, upset. And mom's like, but why are you so handsome? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, but why? Tell me, why are you so handsome? 
and because I'm honest. So those that that special relationship that she had with them um, to break them, like dad, dad's dad's relationship is that te voy a hacer reír porque te voy a hacer reír, and it you don't even I don't even, I don't want to look at him because he's gonna make me laugh. Like it's, <laughs> it's his gift. Mom's gift was. I'm going to win you with love. And that's what she was good at. Same thing with the girls, with Lena and Sofia and Alicia. Alicia kind of had a bargain, like, it's kind of a split split emotion. Like Emma would say, hey, I want some of that love too. And Alicia's like, hey, but I want some of this love too. Um, yes. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they're still competing, you see. <laughs> but mom was so good at balancing out that I would turn to her and yeah. tell her, how do I balance out as mom? Um, but she was the perfect example. Those are the moments that I cherish. Those are the ones that I personally miss because they were special to me um, because I used them as my learning experiences like to be a good mom. Um so when I see those videos, because she was just so good at it and you can just see and you can feel the love. So when she would finish with them, a ver, a ver, mom, hazme la mí también. And we do that. Um, even with like, with dad, we, you know, if dad gets a, dad gets Rita a hug, I'm going to get in line because it's my turn. You remind me of and the minions. That's, yeah, just like that. <laughs> I mean, we're, that's we're the, the way we were. We would have to go and line up because we wanted that love and affection from her. We wanted, and I'm just like, and Alicia would be my one. That's my money. I'm like, well, that's my mom. And so we go at it. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> yes, that's right. Everybody loves money. Is in the so um, those th that's the the one thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> those, those, that's the that's what I love the most. Um, those special moments, and she made sure, and she would just make you feel that love, that pure love that she had for you, and you can see it. People would see it, and they would compliment about it. So, for me, when I when I feel that, it's like okay. I got to step into my mind issues and give that same love out because it's what they need. Yeah. So. And, and one of the things that uh, I'm very, I'm very touched and very honored, um, very blessed to witness is her, her place of um, um, where we physically separated finally at the cemetery, her resting place. Um, the way we have come to visit her and I, you know, all of you, you know, you, you do this and, and it seems that each one of you, you have your own style, your own way of visiting her resting place. We, we are fully aware that she's no longer there, but physically that's where her eyes last saw her be laid to rest. And it, it, it's, um, you know, in, in talks of 9-11, that is our ground zero with her. And it, it's amazing and so beautiful that every time you come, you come, you know, to visit Laredo 
and, and you go to, to the cemetery, your visit there, it, it's always, there's laughter, there's joy, there, there is, there's life. And, and it, to bring life um, in a cemetery, it, it, it just, um, you know, it, it, it's something almost odd to, to see and realize. But yet I think that we see the actual love being celebrated. And I think that's something that I want to thank you, grandkids, you know, each one of you. I want to thank you because you have continued doing what either your mom or your tios, you know, have been doing as far as loving, you know, your 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 money. So and them loving their, their mom the way and, and everything. Um, I think that it, it's it gives us a tremendous um, celebration of life. It gives us a tremendous love awareness. And I think that, you know, in this podcast, as you hear all this commotion going on and they're playing in the ground and um, having their things and being normal, being, you know, going through the life itself. Um, I, I just want to emphasize uh, to the tribe. Thank you. Thank you for loving the way you're doing it. Um, guys back there, uh, I would like to hear from you before we wrap up this podcast. Um, I don't know. You come over here. Okay. You come over here. Yeah. You come over here. Talk about it. I guess circling back to the, uh, to I guess it's very appropriate in the month of October, Halloween and scarathons and always scaring mom. There's so many stories, and, and uh, I scared it a couple of times. But I think the one that was the most memorable was uh, <laughs> senior year. Uh, it was a senior week as well. Yeah. Uh, character day, and I dressed up as the Slenderman. <laughs> 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 and uh, if you don't Before know what the Slender Man is, it's pretty much a super tall, <laughs> slender, <laughs> uh, faceless man, uh, almost in a tuxedo outfit. And so I bought this, I guess it's called a morph suit, where it's just a white full body uh, suit. So it covered my face, it covered all my features, but then I put a suit on. And there's a video where she's in the living room. <laughs> She's watching TV, and I, you know, I gave the look to uh, Rita, where to start recording, and I just thought mom was gonna turn. And I was standing by the restroom, which was about maybe five feet behind her, and she's just focused on the TV, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting for her to turn around, and she never did, and she never turned around. So I decided, okay, this video is taking really, really long, so I just did one thing to catch her attention. I just <laughs> clapped that's all i did i didn't say nothing i just clapped and i kind of like had her turn around and as soon as she turned around the fear in her eyes her complexion went a little bit more pale and she ran <laughs> she wanted to throw the recliner she was leaning on and uh uh and right now i don't know if you can see but they're passing the the, the actual footage of that of that uh event but that was my 
one of my favorite uh, times of scaring mom. <laughs> and we have tons of those. Some even that are not on camera. And they're just, you know, nothing but a memory now. But, man, even with the... Huh? Even with, you know, music and there's there's so many stories. Hold on, there's, there's live footage. Here we go. You hear the audio. There's a clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's in it to me. But, um, you know. Just like I guess, you know, going, <laughs> quoting from uh, Goodwill Hunting, you know, they've gone too long, and those are the things that you miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We'll try to we'll try to our best to share that footage with you guys. So. Excuse me. There you go. <laughs> so, um, with me, yeah, I have, you know, since I'm the oldest, I have I guess more memories. Lucky. But, um, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm starting to forget. <laughs> but there's, there's some that that I that will never fade away. Um, one would be, you know, as a kid, uh, you know how we were talking about everybody has their song. Well, I had my song. Yeah. And the um, best. And then had an illustration book as well. Right. You would. And um, you know. <laughs> Rudy has it. I think Rudy has a good song. Which one is it? Um, <coughs> Solo Llamo, right? That's what it's called. It's right. Yeah, the one that she was no, singing. No, no, mine's better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I, there's that memory. Um, another one is, you know, all the all the movie references, all the characters all the back and forth uh and then we give each other like nicknames and we play off that you know there's there's countless of those yeah um you know, felonious. Felonious. <laughs> uh, did we just say that at the same time <laughs> and uh there, and another one that i still can't believe you know it's happened <laughs> so <laughs> Elementary school, Santo Nino. Mom was there, librarian. <laughs> right, so sometimes I was here in the window. I know where you're going. Like, yeah, hi, this is mom, right? As a, as a kid. Oh, my mom. Yeah, it's my mom. Este, <laughs> and then uh, middle school. <laughs> yeah, hey, mom. Yes, yes, you're there. High school. Hey, your mom's in the window. <laughs> <laughs> or during lunch. Ah, and now I'm like, hi, mom. <laughs> over my friends. and But you'll say hi for like far and walk all the way over here. <laughs> uh, and, and then I, I thought that was it. <laughs> but one you were day, wrong, boy. <laughs> one day at Tamu. <laughs> Uh, I was in uh, art class, and um, <laughs> I, I'm not facing the door, but then uh, I see the, the classmates kind of, like, start looking toward the door, like, what's what's going on? Um, and I'm, I'm doing my work, you know? 
And then they tap my shoulder, like, I think they're calling you. <laughs> and I turn around and they smile. <laughs> so uh, I see myself in class. And, you know, but, you know, she made it all the way to college. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, and the last one I'll share is um, the, the making of her CD. That was fun. I would go with her into the recording sessions. And uh, I think I might have some video. Uh, but just, you know, her being in her element, um, also having, taking part in some of the, um, you know, some of the producing that we did for, for some songs, uh, but just, just seeing her live out her dream of having like a recorded, uh, CD, yeah. the process, she, she loved it. Right. Um, and I got to witness that, and I'm you know, forever grateful that I have that. Yeah. No, I, I, I thank you for that because, yes, uh, it was a, a very important highlight in her life. That CD and recording it and the excitement and nervousness and everything bottled up. Um, she really enjoyed it. And that, that's one of the things I would, you know, share with her saying, you know, just just enjoy it. Go with it you know feel of it completely and yeah yeah there's uh, beautiful things oh yeah there's that one too no oh, okay so uh when i was in, in high school you know how mom was also uh you know faculty there um well somehow she got access in a football game to go down to the field <laughs> and uh there's this one uh this one drive that we're going and uh you know, I, I haven't scored a touchdown. And, you know, what we do after game days the next day, uh, we go on Saturday mornings, we go watch film to see what we did uh, right, what we did wrong. And, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you know what? I have a highlight coming up because we get kind of graded and, okay, what we did. So, and usually, you know, what, what happens is we, uh, when when a player of ours in the sideline, like, over-celebrates, ah, we have the guy, look, we kind of celebrate it. Well, on my touchdown, <laughs> I was like, "Who's that jumping on the side behind the the ref?" And it was it was mom. <laughs> so she, but nobody said anything. But I saw that, and I was like, "I'm late. I'm gonna grade her." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was something. Yeah, something. I missed that. that. Yeah, uh, I hear it. I hear it. Anybody else before? Okay, I'll, I'll share it over here. One of the things that I'm most proud of for that I feel very appreciative for being able to share with is um, I would always do her nails or I would give her massage in her feet when, you know, she was really achy and I would also dye her hair. So I um countless times, you know, she wouldn't go to the salon. She wouldn't do anything like that, but she always trusted me to dye her hair. And a lot of the times it came out okay. It was good. Um, but I remember it was um, that March um, that she had passed away. And it, I believe it was two weekends before she left us. And I remember telling her um, she was very tired and, you know, she was very, she wasn't herself. She was very down. And I asked her, I said, Mom, well, let me just dye your hair. And she wasn't up for it. And it took me a good trying for her to finally 
say, oh, you know what? Okay, fine. You can do it. Um, I was able to, to do her hair and to know that I didn't know at the time that that would be the last time that I would be able to just share that with her because, I mean, I would wash her hair and I would, it's just this moment between both of us. And even though it's something simple as dyeing her hair, I didn't, I wish I could have maybe appreciate that moment more, even though I was, you know, fully into the moment, but um, to, to just think that that was the last time that I was going to be able to do her hair was just kind of, you know, like that heaviness. Um, but at the same time, I'm glad that I was able to do that because la mem se vio hermosa, <laughs> you know, and she was ready, you know, she was ready to, to be welcomed as fabulous as she was. So I really, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I think I the got last one. thing, oh, go ahead. I, I guess piggyback uh, from, from that, let me get into the frame here. There is a lot of times where I would see, you know, mom pretty much down and trying to find the words of encouragement to just have her keep on going. I remember one time she was in her room and she was calculating um, see how long it was going to take to retire because she was just tired and she wanted to, to just retire. And, you know, with the given circumstances of that day, it pushed back a couple more years before she was uh, able to retire uh, and things like that. And um, one thing that I would always tell her, and I remember this one day, this is probably like the fifth time I told her the day that, I just, just don't worry, mom. One, one day we'll be, we'll be, we'll be rich. One day we'll be famous, and you know, tell her all the dreams that we had, and you know, knowing us, we we really dreamt big. And I always made that promise to her. Just watch, you'll you'll see. We'll have that nice ranch that we always promised. It'll be your ranch, and then when you retire, you'll get to spend the rest of the days in the ranch and just relax and do everything that you always wanted to do, and. With me, that that I saw the relief, uh, or the uh, it would calm her down, and it would just be like, uh, I'm okay now. Like, kind of take her away that worries, showing her that there's a goal, and believing that we we're gonna get there. And, and now, um, with her gone, that is one of my life's missions to to make sure that I hold up my promise, and uh, and we get that ranch, and we get you know we get to own Paloma Ranch. Mm -hmm. you know. so and I guess it kind of connects to it but one of the things that mom was really good at and she taught us alongside with dad was that she was our biggest supporter and it didn't matter how small or how big the dream was her response was, Dale. Dale. <laughs> you can do it. Well, what's stopping you? Andre, animo. Vamos. Como lo vamos a hacer? Yeah. And that was the one thing that I recall the most. Um, and just a simple, you know, from mom, I want to do this to mom, I think I'm going to change careers. <laughs> and I remember telling her, I want to say it was like in November, November, December, wherein I knew there was 
they were short of nurses and um, I had talked to Oscar and I said, I, th I think I want to go back to school so that I can do nursing and backstory nursing was my plan A, but <laughs> when three came through, so I did teaching and um, I was already four, four years in it. And I told or three years in it. And I had told mom, I said, mom, I want to talk to you about something. And she says, give us all. So I was like, mom, I want to go back to school for nursing. And it wasn't like, I mean, for years she had argued with me. You need to go teach at the high school. You need to go teach at the high school. I was like, no, mom, I like the elementary. And then I made my way up to the junior high. And I was happy where, that, where I was at. But it was a like a, I don't know, an aha, I guess, that mom says, Orale, dale. And this was one of the weekends that I went down to Laredo. And I don't know where we went. We went as a family, maybe walked somewhere. We bumped into somebody. And I remember mom saying, Oh, Mija, she's going to go into nursing school. I was like, <laughs> I haven't applied. I haven't done anything yet. But that support was there. Like, she believed in me and us and whatever we wanted to do. And she believed that we can make that dream possible. And that's all we need. That's why you see all of us here. We're all together today because Lena was supposed to have her uh, cross country meet, her district meet today. Unfortunately, the weather had other plans. So after a long wait and, you know, the high school got delayed, they canceled the junior highs. Um, so she didn't get to run. This is why they're all here because they were here to support. And that's the biggest thing that we've learned from mom and dad is that we support each other in everything. I mean, y'all see the family supporting the boys when they're singing. You see them when they're getting acknowledged for something. If Carlos has a, you know, a, what is the grand opening or display of his artwork? He had like everybody's there, and it's that support that is so important to all of us, and it's instilled by what mom and dad taught. And it's very, it's very big because. I use it to the kid. I remind the kid that money wants you to do good. You do something, there's nothing greater than to go out and do what you do best. And what's even better, dedicated to money. And that lights a fire in them that oh, money believed in me. My, they she would tell them all the time, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? Mm -hmm. And it was a constant battle with um, <clears throat> some of them. And to trick them, that not trick them, but teach them that we want them to go to college and we want them to be successful and mom just bragged about it oh my granddaughter is going to be a teacher she's going to come to laredo to come to school because the whole plan was to be there because Mane was there and they were there so that support is what mom taught all of us and it's still very much alive here right now as today every day and what we do because we see it in each one of us. Mom has a little piece, like dad says, there's a little piece of mom in everybody. And at the right moment, the right person will come and tell you what mom wants you to know. And it's it's very known. So that support is, you know, incredible from peeking on and saying hi in the classroom to running down the field and being somewhere you're not supposed to. 
but always having that and there's so many videos and I think Danny captured one of them and I, I think it's on YouTube or something where we beat Eagle Pass one time and he captured that moment where I run to dad and I run to mom um, and it's just that you don't see that. I mean, those are the moments that you cannot get rid of because I can replay it in my head. So support, you know, right. fa family support is very big for us because we were, we were taught and it was instilled in us early on by mom and dad. And I say mom and dad because they're together. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, are you ready? Want to share a story or something? No? Yes. No? <laughs> It's been uh, uh, to the oldest of the granddaughters. Uh, obviously, it's still, you know, it's it's challenging. It's challenging to live this type of life like you all are going through, because I know that you know, especially with the pandemic, it has you know touched us in a very unique way about sacrifice, about changing our style, our way of life, but then also losing life. We have been bombarded with uh, so many things. While being here, uh, I learned that you know, just today, you know, we um, we lost a very loved one in our family, um, cousin to my dad, and uh, having the confidence to say, you know, would you do the rosary for the funeral? Yes, yes, definitely. And, and I think that support, as Raquelita was sharing, is something very important for us to learn how to do that. Um, we're not perfect. We're not a perfect family. Well, by all means, no. But one thing we have learned is to emulate that holy family, to be able to live that holiness with a certain happiness of what it is, and being able to celebrate life the best way that God has entrusted us to do so, even with what we have and even with the limitation of what we have, even with the people that we have and even with the people that we wish that were still among us. Nevertheless, um, it, it's something very powerful, very much of love that you know, we would like for all of us to contemplate and really Two things. Um, I would say take care of what you have, but more importantly, take care of who you have. Um, you're going to take care of who you have with what you have. So learn to have more to be able to take care of more people more loved ones, more friends. And, and I think that God gives you the strength. It, he gives you the ability. He gives you everything for it. But we must be conscious of that. And in putting God first in our lives uh, is a major thing. So um, I believe that uh, this particular podcast uh, is to honor, again, not only just, um, not only just uh, Raquel, right? Although that's our intention, but also every single one who has endured not only breast cancer, but any type of cancer. And, and you all know how hard that is, how challenging that is. And those of you who have become cancer survivors, praise God for you. 
Okay? Praise God for you. And, and, and those of us who have a loved one who have gone before us, well, um, remember that love never dies. Okay? And, and when it comes to life, you know, just in the uh, liturgy of a funeral service, you know, it is very clearly stated that life does not end. It transforms itself. Eh, la vida no termina, se transforma. And, and I think that if, if we are able to uh, indulge into that, um, the love really, of course, gets stronger. And the memory, um, it's not so much to be living in the past. Oh, no, not at all. It's learning from the past to actually live your moment and have a future that is dependent on what you're doing now. So on that note, uh, closing thoughts, Beto? Um, yeah. Um, one of the things before we go, um, I wanted to share just not the whole story, but just one last message that mom had for me that I think she would kind of share with everybody else. And, and those were the three words um, that you find in scripture 365 times. And that St. Pope John Paul, who were in the window of his novena, we could celebrate him on the 22nd, um, echoed out to the world to be not afraid. And that was one of the last, the last message that she gave me, to be not afraid. And you're going to see um, that phrase from us often in the coming weeks, months, and years. But that's a, it's always an encouragement that she always gave us to be not afraid. Same way she had to support, she always had confidence also in what we did. And she always reminded us to not be afraid of what we're going to do. Whatever it was, because she knew that we, if anyone would do it, it would be us. And so she had that confidence in us that we can do whatever we set our hearts to. And and um, it was just a a memory that I, I, I can never shake off, um, that I don't want to shake off. But also that keeps me going. And I have a little reminder every day. You heard a couple of weeks ago the story of what my, I guess, my birth was like. Um, and how my dad mentions that, you know, she, that she would always say that I saved her life. But I think later on, we, we heard that she gave me the will to live. And so every, every morning when I wake up, it's like a little reminder that the phone tells me, like, it's like a little prayer that says, mom, give me the will to live today. And the be not afraid. And so that's my, my message to you today, to not be afraid and to have that desire, that will to live. Like my dad mentioned to take care of what you have, but most importantly, who you have. And if you have stories of mom uh, and they're my, um, go ahead and, and, and let us know. Send us an email <laughs> at diliadad at gmail.com or comment, comment away on the, on the comment section. We would love to hear the story because we're still, we're still collecting stories from other people that we don't even know about. And we learned so much that day, the day of the wake and the day of the funeral of all these different stories that we had no idea existed, you do. And so that's gonna be the invitation for us, for you all today to share with us those stories. Cause we also would love to hear your story of how mom impacted you. And that is gonna be something that we've been working on the last couple of years to kind of gather all that information uh, so that we can really truly uh, celebrate her life the best way possible. 
And we want you to be a part of that. So I know 30 months seems like a lot, but it seems like yesterday that all these things took place. Yeah, we continue our our efforts daily to live in the present moment like my dad always does. But also through your continued prayers. I think that's one of the most th important things that kind of keep us going because it's not easy to live without mom. Every day we're reminded. Every day we, we recognize it. And every day we feel it. And people have said, well, you guys have lived it like really well or you guys are doing so good. Although that may be true, sometimes we realize and recognize that it's not easy. And you know how say time heals to an extent. But because we recognize that she's not in a better place, she's in the best place, which is heaven. That is what we desire for her the most. And so that's what we desire for you as well, for those who know who knew mom. And just this week, I think my sister, Rita, my dad, and myself had to share the news that mom had passed to three different individuals and families that did not know. And to live that moment, to share with them that reality and to see their expressions, to hear their expressions, um, it kind of takes you, you back to that moment, that reality, that that separation, you know, as my dad mentioned earlier. But at the same time, we recognize that, again, she is in the best place. And so we cannot have a better podcast with everybody here, with other kiddos, with the grandkids taking over and... <laughs> Allowing Raquel allowing us to be here at her Torres Estates. Um, and we, we do have Becky and Rudy present with us as well. As they will, I think we're actually on the live stream. I think you, 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 such, you tell Rudy hi or something like that. <laughs> you comment away. Um, nonetheless, it is so good to have you guys here. Out of all the things you keep doing on a Thursday night, you chose to be here with us. And so we were forever grateful for that. And for those of you who get to listen to the podcast today, tomorrow, when it's posted later in the week or whenever you get a chance to listen to this, we hope that this podcast has been a blessing for you and that it has helped you in any way, shape or form. If you also are going through anything that we're going through, and know that we walk with you from a distance, but we'll walk with you True. and that we are praying for you daily. Yes. And we hope that this has been a source of inspiration as well. And again, we're not perfect <laughs> by far. <laughs> I'll be the first one to admit it. But we are forever trying to be able to emulate the Holy Family. As we got our St. Joseph right here and behind us. Um, and we had a the best emulation of Mom Mary and Mom and their money. And so we hope that, again, this has been a, a, a blessing for you. Now, one last thing before we go, I want to share with you is that you can also, since we are in October, we're celebrating Breast Cancer Awareness Month, you can go to sketch83arte.com slash Raquel-DG-Ramirez. No, no, wait, wait. Okay, yeah. so here it says, okay, so you can also go to RaquelGRamirez.com. Yeah, just because it also says you're different on the phone. RaquelGRamirez.com. And there you have a chance to read a little bit about remembering Raquel, an amazing artist, well, first of all, wife, mother, um, it's loading here, um, friend and artist. And there's a little testimony from my dad. And as you scroll down, you get a chance to see a mug that is engraved. Everyone can sing. My mom was very adamant about the fact that everyone can sing. You know, and she really 
helped many souls recognize their talent, their voice. And so there's a beautiful mug with actually her signature. I don't know how Sketch does it with Photoshop, but it's her actual signature that is engraved on the cup with her dove as well. So it's a mug that you can find a t-shirt. Uh, it's actually a featured t-shirt for this month that is called Keep the Faith. And it's it's a black shirt with the white word Keep the Faith with a dove that my mom used to always draw that my brother was able to throw in a musical note with, again, her signature and then the phrase Conquer Cancer. That's going to be our, our motto for the month. And then lastly, you can find a t-shirt with my mom's dove that we all used in our cars, obviously because of rain and heat, especially the heat kind of tore off the stickers. But for those of who actually have it, you recognize that in the t-shirt, you'll see it and you'll get to have one of those as well. So we invite you to go to the website, raquelgiramirez.com. Yeah. So that you can go ahead and make your own purchase and you can have them for the family, buy one for the family. And especially this month of October, as we celebrate Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we are still on the 14th. We still got a couple of weeks left. Um, and just again, an invitation for you to walk with us as well, um, through this journey, as we know for a fact, mom would have done with you. And so final thoughts, dad, before I close anybody, if you do have some stories, um, or videos, I, I ask, invite y'all to share them. Uh, with us or share send them to the emails whatever the case is we would love we love hearing these stories um because they would have been stories that she would have been telling us maybe in a couple years maybe when the moment was right um you might be able to help us in just living on each day through the experience that you had with her so if you do have any memories any anything you know that you just want to share uh, please share it because it's something that we want to keep her memory alive like that and continue to celebrate her. And those are just great. Be I mean, it's something that we can share with the kids, um, but it warm it'll just fill our hearts because it will let us it will remind us of who she was and the great things she did without even telling us. Um, so if you do have them, I, please share them. Thank you. Um, I want to say thank you for tuning in and for joining us in this family chaos. Um, <laughs> Organized chaos. Organ um, but I, I, like Raquel mentioned, if you have any photos, videos, you know, whatever stories, whatever the case may be, please um, maybe we can go ahead and uh, dedicate a segment to just all the stories that we've, we receive and, and we're able to share with you all. But um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, and we will continue to keep our mom's um, spirit alive and um, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. All right. Well, then, uh, thank you once again. And um, we're going to start getting to pick up everything because we had to hit the road and go back to Laredo. And that note to all of you, thank you so much for your support, your continued listening and your continued love. So again, uh, for those of you watching Laredo, for those of you watching here at Corpus, for those of you who are watching from Ohio and Pennsylvania, I see you. 
Thank you so much for watching and may God bless you. Wait, and from all of us, bye. from the Ramirez Extended bye. Tribe, God bless you. Bye. Be good. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.